Well, I'm going to try uh, this view today. Um, it's really nice out, uh, only because it rained and it hasn't rained in a while. And we got grass that's going to need watered soon, so that would be awesome if we had some more rain. But I'll try it, you know, this way, facing that way, and see what happens. And then uh, if it starts going all squirrely-whirly, then well, I'll have to change it, and you'll have to look at me. Um, so today is Wednesday. It is a beautiful day in my neighborhood. I probably shouldn't go this way because it's going to be muddy, but what the fuck? So I had uh, recorded a, a few uh, videos slash podcasts. Um, probably the last three or four have been kind of going on and about how fucked up things are in America. And what are we going to be able to do about it? And then I had uh, talked about a plan, a simple little plan that I've devised. And if you've been listening for years, then you kind of have a pretty good idea of what I'm going to say about my plan. Because I've always talked about getting involved locally and, and doing things on a local level. But uh, that'll be out probably... I might have time to get it uploaded today on uh, YouTube. Uh, both Podbeam accounts, I use uh, Contra Radio uh, Podbeam for the videos because uh, John Jeffers is a friend of mine and we st still work together on stuff like that. And then also the Prepper Guy uh, Podbeam account for audio. I'm going to put it on BitChute. Um, which seems to be, so far, pretty good. And then uh, Brighteon. So, check them out. Check the video out um, or the audio uh, on my simple plan. And, and let me know what you think. I mean, share it because as simple as it is and as many times as you may have heard, you know, this, you know, ranting and raving, um, I, th I think it's worthwhile and it, it's very functional and it would work. It would really work because it's so simple. And, you know, when they say keep it simple, stupid back in the 80s, I guess when that happened or became a thing, it, it really is the simple things that work. It's like in science, the simplest uh, answer or solution is usually the right one. And, and humans have that innate ability to, to look at something and go, oh, that's, that'll work, that won't work. You know, not all of them, but most humans have this ability, the gift of discernment and all that. And, and normally it's the easy one. It's, it's governments and, and engineers and architects and doctors that want to make everything complicated only so they can charge more for their services. But nutrition is very easy. But you want to make it complicated if you're writing a book about it because, you know, 
I couldn't write a book about the simple fact of how the human anatomy works and how our biochemistry works and how it processes food. You know, it's, it's a, it'd be a, a, maybe a short page or two. And once you grasp the concept, you don't need to know all that other stuff. You no longer need to know how all this craziness works, you know, in your body. You know, I don't need to, to study biochemistry to know how my hair follicles grow or my, my fingernails or my skin or the emollients or any of that stuff. Um, I just need to understand the food I eat, what happens when I eat it, and why do I get overweight or why do I, do I lose weight or stay the same. And, and so it's, we have that ability to look at things quite simply and go, oh, that makes sense. So anyway, I'm asking you all to you know, share it. Um, it's called A Simple Plan. It's, uh, my, I think it's uh, number 129 of uh, my podcast. I think not fucking sure. Okay, so with the housekeeping out of the way, um, I was noticing that there was some uh, shit going on in New York where a couple hundred protesters surrounded a, a store and trapping in a hundred people, which is kidnapping, if it wasn't Black Lives Matter, that is. And... Uh, <laughs> They're pissed off because somebody's not getting prosecuted. And the grand jury said there wasn't enough evidence. And, you know, this guy ended up dying after having an altercation with the law. Well, I've been, you know, I've been driving and, and interacting. You know, I'm 66 years old. I think I had a, a confrontation with the law when I was a kid. We were out in the desert getting high. Cop pulled up on us. We weren't paying attention because, well, we were stoned. And, you know, started giving a shit. My my friend with me, he was a minor. He was underage. I mean, I was only a few years older than him, but, oh, my God, you know. And, uh, and so it became an issue. It was late at night. And, you know, they searched the car and, and found some, you know, a pot seed, I think. And, and the cop's like, what's this? And he knew my other friend that was older. He was, I think, a year older than me, uh, Jim. And he's like, what's this, Jim? Because the cop had run into Jim a while back. And Jim had dropped some really bad uh, mescaline, I guess, or mushrooms. And they found him in an alley. And when they asked him where he lived, he drew a picture of his house on the dirt. <laughs> so the, the cops, uh, the two of them, had a lot of fun with that. So he's like, what's this, Jim? Looks like a pot seed. And Jim's like, oh, I don't think so. Let me see it. And the cop handed it to him. And he goes, it's just a fucking rock and flicks it out into the desert, which was kind of funny. And so the, that, was their, that was the extent of their, their evidence, I guess, a pot seed, which nowadays could be construed to be manufacturing. So... Um, I, I've lived my whole life without really running into problems with the law. I mean, yeah, I've been pulled over for failure to stop, failure to yield, getting in an accident in a car. You know, I rear-ended somebody. Somebody ran into me one time. Cops always show up. You know, expired license plate, you know, which wasn't, but they thought it was. So, 
you know, there's the, the, the normal run-ins with law enforcement. Usually the police, because usually we're driving and usually that's where their authority is. Um, never been shot. And, and, you know, at the Grammys, they had that video of the, the one fucking rapper, you know, of the guy getting shot by a police officer. And, and I thought, well, the cop pulled him over, asked for ID. You know, it was the guy that, at Wendy's that got shot, you know, for being passed out in the Wendy's drive-thru, I think. Clearly drunk or under drugs or under the influence. And, and don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying police have carte blanche to kill people because they're asleep at a parking lot or a drive-thru in Wendy's. I'm not saying that at all. But, you know, a, a police officer can actually give you a DUI driving under the influence of exhaustion. If you're really tired and he sees you yawning and say he's following you for a while and you keep yawning and kind of, you know, swerving a little bit because you're tired and maybe sleepy and, you know, day or night, you know, if you work at the night shift, he can pull you over and question you. And if he thinks that you're just going to fall asleep at the wheel and hurt somebody, he can he can have your vehicle towed. He can do all the same thing as if you're drunk. So they had every right to be questioning this guy. He's asleep in the drive-thru, I think. But even if he's asleep in the parking lot, he was part kind of cockeyed. And, and, and the store, the Wendy's, called the police and said, Hey, this guy, you know, come check him out. He could be fucking dead for all we know. It was a courtesy call. He wasn't really parked like a normal person would park and go inside and go to the bathroom and maybe, you know, taking a, a sponge bath, you know, in the bathroom or something. Whatever. It, you know, they probably wouldn't have called unless it sat there for two or three days. But they just thought maybe the guy pulled over. I mean, people pull over in the Walmart parking lot and sleep, you know, semis and stuff like that. So they wouldn't have cared, but he was parked all kind of cattywampus and fucking weird. And it, it looked like the guy had, you know, fucking suffered from a heart attack and died or something there. So the police show up. They're questioning him. And he's like, yeah. So they go to put him in the car. Now, you know, whether they were arresting him or just going to say, sit down in the car. and We're going to get your car moved or maybe one of the cops. I mean, they were being really polite with him, actually. Until he pushed him away and got all asshole-ish. And then, you know, he's a big guy. You know, just literally threw one of the cops like aside like a ragdoll. And, and kind of started to run away. So they kind of catch up with him. And then there's a little fight ensues. And he's trying to grab the guy's taser or gun. You don't know in a fight. You know, and people that think, oh, well, they, they should have known he was trying to grab the taser. It's like you get in a fight with a big fucking dude. And there's you and your friend and this big guy throwing you guys around like a fucking rag dolls, you know, and and uh, and and thank you, you know. Oh well, I could I could tell he was going for my taser because sometimes they're on the same side, you know, just different, you know, in the holster. And and either way, what the fuck is this guy running, fighting, and 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 resisting arrest for? You know, if he was drunk and had the wherewithal. You know, and he told the cops, oh, you know, it's, it's really fucked up. And uh, I, I pulled over and passed out. Well, they probably would have took him in like, you know, Floyd, you know, or whoever it was in Andy and Mayberry and let him sleep it off. 
because they, at that moment, you know, they I think they'd kind of searched his vehicle and everything, and he didn't have any drugs on him or in the vehicle. So he could have said his, his, his date gave him a roofie. You know, some guy, he's a gay guy or something, you know, gave him a roofie and was going to, and he got the hell out of there. You, they can no longer prove that when you got in your car that you were under the same effects as that hits you down the road. So they really wouldn't have had much of a case against this guy, but whatever. So he ends up getting fucking shot. Well, now I'm supposed to feel sorry for him and his family and all this when he could have handled it like any normal fucking American that has a driver's license and understands the laws and the rules that go with a driver's license that you must comply with the police because you have that privilege of driving. Now, it's a whole different thing if you want to talk about constitutional privilege versus right when it comes to driving. You know, I think it was, it was always a right to drive. But, you know, they've made it into a privilege just like they're going to do with gun ownership soon. But either way, he had signed documents when he got his driver's license, taken a test, paid his fucking money, renewed it every couple years, and had agreed to the terms that you're not going to be a fuckwad to the police that are just doing their job. And if you have an argument, take it up with the goddamn judge. No. See, him and so many others that have had altercations with the law get their asses shot because they won't settle the fuck down. And, and I, I know a lot of police, and I'm not taking their sides, but, you know, it's a tough job, just like any job. I don't know what, you know, these protesters do for a living, obviously just protest. And, uh, you know, sometimes you have a bad day at work. Now, if you have a guy that's you know, basically under contract to comply with your questions and he does it, you're going to cop a fucking attitude. You know, it's just like, you know, if you're flipping burgers at the hamburger joint and they're, they're falling apart because they're, they're not frozen right or whatever, and you're going to go, what the fuck's wrong with this? And they're like, oh, the grill's you know, sticky, dirty, you need to scrape it. Oh, that's fucking bullshit! You know, and then the manager fires you because he's telling you what's bothering you and you're too stupid to fucking listen. You know, it's a, called a bad day. So the guy gets shot. Yeah, let's look at George Floyd. I mean, if we're going to go all over the map. I mean, you know, what happened with him was sad. It was fucked up. The police officer didn't do nothing that wasn't already in their fucking training manual. So take it up with the city police training academy, not the, the, the people in your town. Don't burn your fucking neighbor's store down because you're mad at somebody that taught him at the academy. Stupid shit. They were being very polite with him all the way up until he fucking died. You know, he was in the car before they let him out to where he fell down and then started resisting arrest again. And the guy put his knee on his neck. And, and, and allegedly, these two knew each other because uh, Floyd had done security work off and on at a, at a nightclub or something. So it, it, you know, it probably wasn't his number one enemy. So, you know, he's on a park bench. He's not feeling good. They walk him around. They're questioning him. He's getting agitated. They put him in the back of the car. He starts going, I can't breathe. Can I please get out? They take him out of the fucking car and set him down on the sidewalk there or on the street because he's on that, you know, the, 
decide where the road is. And, and he's sitting down. He falls the fuck over. He starts flailing around again. And, and, and so he ends up dying of a fucking heart attack because he's on fentanyl and stuff. But somehow we, the people of America, are supposed to feel bad for this guy, which it sucks. Anytime anyone fucking dies, it sucks. But come on. It wasn't premeditated murder. Then you get pissed off. It's like, hey, you fuckers pulled that guy out of his car, executed him fucking gangland style, and 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 now we want justice. Sure. Who the fuck wouldn't? Even white people would want justice for that. Because, see, the statistics are more white people, you know, whiteies, die at the hands of cops, popo, than blacks. The statistics. I'm sorry. It's called math. And I know a lot of people have a hard time with math. So, statistics. So, you know, here's this shit in the news, you know. Now, I, I took the long way around to, to talk about this because there was a, a question in uh, in the one of the groups on Facebook, Prepper Groups. Let's talk about tea. Not just any tea. GetTheTea.com. They have all kinds of cool stuff. They have cleansing teas. They have stuff for eye health, stuff from the sea, immune support, stamina and energy, food and protein, and just all kinds of cool stuff. Log on to the website at www.GetTheTea.com. Log on now. All right, well, I ran out of memory this morning, so... Figured I'd finish this up on the way home, which is a good thing because I was going to wrap up the video by answering a question somebody had asked on one of the Facebook groups. And uh, and what they had asked was, why do preppers in all these Facebook groups talk more about politics than being prepared? And I had answered it, you know, my short abilities to type, which I hate, I just said, well, you know, politics are the writing on the wall. You know, it's nutrition. You study nutrition because a big portion of prepping is the food you're going to store and eat, you know, and, and that determines whether you're going to garden or hunt. You know, if you're primarily a meat eater, then you're going to do a lot more hunting and some foraging gathering or growing a little bit of food Whereas opposed if you're if you're totally a plant-based food eater, then you're going to supplement all your garden with a little bit of meat or poultry or chicken or whatever you raise. So it's you know it's part of prepping. You know you have to make these decisions as you as you climb the stairs to prepperdom. You know, in the in the in your nutrition, your food decides whether you go this way or that way because there's a whole lot of different skills and knowledge you need to be a farmer than if you're going to be a hunter and you don't want to be trying to do both because it's very expensive to do either or um, you know so you have to decide what's going to be your main thing you know if you're gardening then you can raise farm animals and stuff like that and, and have your meat to subsidize it and then eat primarily what you grow Whereas if you if you're hunting and trapping and fishing, then it's different. You don't need as much land and all that, but you might have a small little garden for some tomatoes and stuff like that. And you know, kind of like the gal Sue on the Life Below Zero. You know, she's got her little hydroponic garden and stuff, and that's it. Mostly she eats meat. So 
I, I think, you know, talking about nutrition and food is a big part of prepping. I think um, discussing um, politics is a big part of it because, you know, I'm, I'm driving home right now. What happens if, you know, the world falls apart? Why would it, why would the world fall apart? Why would there be shit hit the fan or a, a financial collapse? Well, it's the fucking politicians screwed it all up. I mean, it's not like we wanted to screw the country all up. You know, we put them in charge and they scrambled it all up and fucked it all up and then went, well, sorry. You know, nah. So that's kind of why I think a lot of the prepper groups talk about politics a lot because it's one of the aspects of things or important things that will bring about the, the shit hitting the fan or the end of the world as you know it. It's going to be because of world events. And, you know, whether it's financial collapse, world events, so without rule of law, uh, world events. I mean, all these things are going to lead to some kind of catastrophic collapse. And so you have to pay attention. You don't have to focus 100% on it. But like I told the gal on the, on, the, on the post, it's like, you know, Prepping is, is pretty easy. I mean, you know, it's, it's camping. It's, you know, boy, boy Scouts and Girl Scouts on steroids, basically. It's like you go camp, and, and then you camp enough, you kind of know what you need every time you go camping. You know which kids are allergic to bee bites and need EpiPens. You know which ones want this and want that. And if you go camping enough, then you're pretty well set. And trust me, when the world ends, you're going to be camping. A lot of camping. So... That is why we talk about other things because I, 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 you know, unless you're going to be into bushcraft and even then, once you've learned that one, well, then, you know, it either becomes a lifestyle and you become a mountain man and live it or you got your day job and you, you do bushcraft fucking for shits and giggles, really. So the world's going to do what the world's going to do. And if you're not paying attention. So anyway, the, the group... Um, that always has these questions that I like answering. I I I put a poll on there. It's like, what's the, you know, for all the gals, you know, what's important? You know, is it finances? Is it nutrition or food? Is it first aid? And started to get some traction on it, and then uh, then they shut it down. You know, the admin admins of the thing. So I I, I put a, a another post on there, and I said. Uh, don't know why my poll was shut down, but thank you all for participating. That was it. And then uh, the admin posted, well, we don't, you know, read the rules. Uh, we don't allow polls, which is odd. I thought you could turn off polls, you know, on groups and pages if you're the admin. But, you know, maybe not. But it's available. You click on the three dots. It's like leave a poll, leave a video, leave a file. So I, I didn't, you know, really think it was a big fucking deal. But it was. So then I, I, I rephrased it as just a, a question. It's like, you know, what, what would be subjects you'd want to, you know, hear about? You know, because I create a lot of content. What would be important to you? Well, I got, you know, five or six comments on that. And then they shut down that. And then the admin sent me a message saying that, you know, we don't, we don't allow it because you can be mining our... Um, group members or whatever the fuck it was, which really pissed me off. It's like, you know, I'm not mining shit. 
In fact, I'm trying to get together, you know, content for your fucking members. You know, I have groups. I, I don't need your members. I have websites. I don't need your members. I have a life. I don't need your members. But, you know, so I, I, I understand it from their point of view. They're, they're insecure. And, 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 you know, that's what happens with these Facebook groups. That will be the, the reason America will never rebuild because too many people in their self-interest, you know, can't, you know, share basically. But, you know, when, when you think about it, and, and I didn't answer her as harshly about it. And they'll think about it. Maybe they'll reopen comments, you know, because I was pretty adamant. I'm not taking your fucking members. But, you know, I didn't use that harsher language. But, you know, it's, it's insecurity and, and it's that control freak kind of OCD type mentality. You know, it's, it's like, first of all, you know, I don't monitor my groups on, on Facebook at all. I really, there's no moderators. I don't give a fuck. You want to post shit, post it. You want to pilfer all of my members, go ahead. But it's not like you're going to leave the, the prepper guy group on Facebook like a breakup. Well, honey, sorry, I need some space. I'm going over to the casual preppers group. I won't be hanging out with you anymore. No, you know, that's why so many people that want to, you know, you know, because one time it got fucked up on my website or my Facebook thing to where I had to approve everybody being a member, which is like, you know, finally got that shut off because I really don't care. And, and you know, I'd look at it and they, they would have like 100, 200 groups they were, mem- you know, they belonged to. And most of them were prepper groups or, you know, unless I was in a group or looking at, you know, starting a group on on camping or welding or building a CNC machine or whatever I'm into for that week, you know. So these people, they don't understand that their members in their precious little group are also members of about 200 other precious little fucking groups. And we all share information. And, and see, that's probably why some of these groups have so many questions. Because if I were to sit there and go, well, I wrote a really good post about that the other day on how to how to get your your seeds, how to collect seeds from plants if you're into gardening, you know, and 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 so I have a whole article I wrote on that, or I wrote an article on vitamins and, and how to get those, or do we even need them? Or I wrote a whole post on vaccines, which seems to be like important nowadays. You know, I can't share that. I could say, well, I wrote a post. Go over to, you know, my website. But I can't say what it is. So you can read that because I, I would be mining their precious fucking, you know, members. So how are you supposed to get them information? We join these groups to share information. And then when we share it, we're immediately shot down by these self-imposed, you know, group member Nazis. It's like, you're taking my members. It's like, oh, my God, there's 7 billion people on the planet, and most of them have a Facebook account. And so most of them are members of your precious fucking group. And if they're not, they will be if they're getting answers to their questions. But you're going to lose members. Like, I will write this off as just, 
you know, insecurity. Because I, I do enjoy the group. And, and I like a lot of the people in it. And I like the questions. It's kind of like a, a quorum, a quora. You know, where people ask questions and you can answer it and you can actually share the information and say, go to my website, here's an article I wrote about it. And and Quora doesn't get all, you're taking our members? You know, because that's what it's about. It's questions and answers and you can direct them to other pages. So, you know, that's, that's I'll write it off this time. Years ago, when people would basically kick me to the curb for answering questions from their fucking members and saying, here's a website, you know, not even mine that, you know, has this really great post, you know, then uh, they'd get mad, you know, and then I'd just dump them, you know, I, I wouldn't. So they might not have lost any members by me sharing the information that I have. But they lost me as a member. And I wonder, like, you know, every time they're dicks, do they lose a member? Does someone go, well, you know what? Fuck you. Maybe. So I'm sure they lose more members by being douchebags and worrying about losing members and cutting people's posts off and shutting down comments and shutting down polls than they would lose if if I was actually sharing the information. And one person went... Oh, I think I'll go join the Prepper Guy group. They're still on the other group. You know, like I said, it's not like if they join, like there's a limit with Facebook. Like you can join three Prepper groups. And if you join Prepper Guy group, then you fall out of this other group. You, you can only have three. They don't realize that the pie just continues to grow and they're not losing shit. That's my point. But you know what? Years ago, I, I ranted about this, so I, I'm not going to again, even though I already have. Um, but that, that was the question I kind of wanted to answer today and uh, rant about a little bit. It's like, if, you, if you're not preparing and you're not studying what's happening in the news and you're not paying attention to politics, then you're, you're not going to see it coming. And so knowing first aid and food and gardening is not going to help you. Because see, if you're really paying attention to what America is becoming, if you have 20 acres where you think you're going to move with your group and, and grow food, you're really wrong because when we come become socialist, they're going to take it. And if your garden's really successful, they'll just commandeer everything, including you and your group, and call them cattle, and and work you to death as a socialist, because that's what they do. See, and I'll say it again: you know, watch the Lost City with Andy Garcia, and you'll see what happens to his family. One of his uncles, that's a big, you know, tobacco, you know, grower and cigar maker. I think they filmed that on the Fuente farm. Um, and all of a sudden, the, the, the farm is now owned by the government, Castro, Cuba, for the people. And, and the, the uncle who had built that, you know, his, his father for his whole life, you know, commits suicide. It's just like, fuck. 
Everything we work for is now gone. So if you're not watching the news, then you don't see we're becoming socialist. And so therefore, living off a grid is going to become basically fucking irrelevant because you're not going to be able to. It'll be illegal. If you have a big compound, they're going to seize it. And if you think your little group's going to fight them off, you're sorely mistaken because it's just, you don't fight the government. It's, it's too big. You know, we could fight it now. But if we don't, then, then we're going to be fucked. So why would you not be involved politically and watching politics? So you can see that in your area, the county is raising their taxes because they fucked something up. They're changing their zoning to where you can't have a home garden because they're stupid. They're saying that this land is no longer zoned for animals and horses. That throws a pretty neat little uh, wrench in your fucking master plan, don't it? So why would you not be paying attention to politics? Is prepping important? Sure. This is all prepping to me. These podcasts are prepping to me. You know, because... I've been prepping since I was, you know, 20, maybe, barely. And uh, the world's still here. But I have learned to camp and be self-sufficient. You know, I could fall out of an airplane and if I don't die when I hit the ground, I'd, I'd be fine. I'd live wherever I'm at. There's food. I'd, you know, you watch Naked and Afraid and them people are just pathetic sometimes. And yet they survive 21 days. And if they weren't naked, they'd even be in better shape. So it's not that complicated. And, and people act like it's complicated. Like there's questions like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of storing wheat. Any advice on how to store wheat? It's like, oh, my God, there's fucking Google. Don't ask the group so you just get a bunch of information and then, you know, act like, look, I'm prepping. Ha <laughs> ha. Check me out. You know, Google it. The Mormon Church, the LDS Church, will tell you exactly how to can 55-gallon barrels of wheat. How to store it and how long it will last. How much you need per person per day. How much water you need per person per day. Everything. All that's out there. That's just one. MormonChurch.com or whatever. You know. So... Once you know that, then you're done. You go, okay, make a little list. I I got this much food, and I need this much of it per day, per person, for a year. And then I need this, water, and and you're done. Toothpaste, toothbrushes, everything you buy at the store, every fucking time you go to the store, look at that and go, oh, I think I need a couple more of that. How long did that toothpaste last? Oh, a month per person? Okay, then I need 12 of them per person. I got five people in the family. That's uh, 60 fucking tubes of toothpaste. You throw them somewhere and then you rotate them out. If you're worried about that shit. I mean, or you could just be smart and read about, you know, brushing your teeth with, you know, ashes and, you know, water and stuff, which kills bacteria and does just as good a job. I mean, your teeth look funny, but... You know, and and in fact, I mean, if you really want to go down that rabbit hole, if you don't eat carbs constantly, you don't have that film build up on your teeth. You have stronger teeth, 
and therefore you don't need to brush your teeth as often. So maybe it lasts three months. Uh, you know, there's just a million ways to skin a cat. And if you're going to ask questions in a group, they're not going to be able to answer it because the admin's not going to let you answer the question. But it's not that complicated. What's complicated about prepping is making the decision to be a prepper and then figuring out how you're going to prep. Not what, but how. And, and I've done podcasts, but then I'm so sporadic and all over the fucking place, I'm sure they're hard to follow. But look at it like a staircase out in the, uh, the Mayan pyramid. And you're going to go to the top of that pyramid. And there's like a set of steps that lead up two or three steps, and then it divides and, and goes up again. But it looked cool. That's why they built it that way. So you, you take the first step and say, I'm going to be a prepper. All right. Well, then there you are. You took the first step. And then, uh, then the second step is to start acquiring knowledge and, you know, learning the camp, some skills and how to make a fire and how not to, you know, build your camp in the wrong place. So that's all your basic, like, um, Boy Scout shit, you know, how to set up a camp. Because, you know, no matter what people tell you, you can hunker down or do all that silly nonsense. Eventually, you're going to be camping. And you might be camping in your house, but you're still fucking camping because there'll be no power or nothing. So you, you get the basics down, how to stay warm, what your kids need, you know, who's allergic to what, what medicines do you need, you know, kind of hot chocolate are they going to drink so they don't revolt on you. That's your second step. And then you start looking at the big picture. Okay, I need to store food for this tribe of mine. Because shelter is kind of not right away, but it's food. While you're going to wherever your shelter is or while you're surviving, as you build your shelter or hike to your shelter, whatever the fuck it is, you got to eat. So that's, like I said, then if you're going to be a plant-based eater, carb-based because you believe in the carbs or the fuel of the muscles or whatever junk science that is, then you need to, to go, okay, I, I need to store wheat, grains, you know, heavy stuff. So I'm going to need a way to transport it if I have to bug out. So now you know if you need a truck, a big truck. Yeah, if you're going to be a hunter, then you could maybe get by with a Jeep, a small Jeep. Big difference there, depending on your food. That's why food is important. So you go, I'm going to be a, 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 a gardener. Okay, then, you know, land is important to a point. But uh, when everyone's dead, like 90% of the population die because of whatever happened, which is statistics, what happens, about 90%. Um, there's a lot of land available. You just start farming somewhere. Find a place with water. Because if you buy it, the government will just steal it from you. And you can only protect what you can, or keep what you can protect. So you're going you're gonna to have to find somewhere where there's not a lot of people. And then just start fucking gardening. What do you need? You need seeds. Okay, a lot of seeds. Until you learn how to grow the food that and then use the seeds that come from the foods you grow, which is 
a trick because most seeds are not heirloom anymore or buy heirloom seeds. Those are seeds that will reproduce plants and then you dry the tomato out, you get the seeds from that and they will grow again. If they're hybrid, then they won't. There's ways to to breed that out of them, but it takes a little longer, three or four growing cycles. So you got seeds, you got hoes, you got uh, tillers, you got all that shit for a, a fucking garden. You know, water catchment or water irrigation or whatever you're going to do. Hydroponic, whatever, all that stuff. And that's, you know, 70% of your preps because plant-based food will be 70% of your diet. Which is statistically, you know, what carb eaters do. Now, if you're going to be a meat eater, then that 70, 80% is going to be meat. Then you need rifles, traps, fishing gear, hunting gear, um, knowledge on how to skin versus knowledge how to garden, knowledge how to tan hides as opposed to knowledge of growing seasons and how what plants grow good together so the bugs don't eat it all. See how it, the dynamic from one side of the staircase to the other. So then when you say, I'm going to be a meat eater, you, you step to the right and you start going up those steps because those steps are meat eater steps. They're hunting, fishing, trapping, um, whatever it takes. You know, where you're going to move because there's better hunting there. That's determined by what side of the staircase you're on. If you're going to be a, a farmer and raise your own, you know, meat, that other 30% meat and poultry and cows and milk and dairy or whatever, then that's the left side of the staircase and then you start going up there. Now all the money and everything you see going up your stairs are in tune with what you're going to do, what you're going to eat. And that determines the house and the land you're going to buy and where you're going to live. Because if you're farming, you need to be in farmland, better growing seasons, better water tables, which are all contaminated in America because of glyphosate, because of over-farming. But if you're going to go up the right side of the steps and you're going to hunt and fish and do all that stuff and be more of a meat eater and forager, hunter-gatherer, like, you know, 10,000 years ago, then you can live in higher elevations where there's more animals like Alaska or stuff and you know, you can't grow, you know, food in those elevations that are snow covered all the time, but the hunting is good. But the hunting in farmland isn't always that good because everything's all, you know, there's a lot of people there growing shit, farm equipment, no trees to hide behind for little animals. So do you see the importance of, you know, figuring out the nutrition and that comes from talking about nutrition. And, and even the, the poll had nutrition and everybody said, I would love, rather learn how to preserve food because it's more important than nutrition. It's like, well, no, because nutrition covers everything. It's, and, and so it's food, whether you're a farmer or a hunter. It's, it's nutrition nutritional values, vitamins and minerals versus what comes out of the meat and the fat and the vitamins and the minerals from that. It's totally different shit. 
And, and if you're going to learn about canning, then what you're telling me is you're pretty much going to be a farmer. But most people that would say, oh, I want to learn how to preserve, you know, and can, they don't realize that what they're saying is they're on the left side of the staircase and they're actually, you know, going up that side. And, and you know, they're not going to can that much meat. Maybe they will. But there's easier ways to do it that don't require a lot of um, cans and jars and all that stuff and weight. You just jerk it or you turn it into pemmican. There's a lot of other ways to do that to where it's more transportable than glass jars. So they don't realize, see, they're already on that side. But then they're going, well, I'd like to find some land up in the hills so we could hunt. It's like, well, then you can't farm. So now you're you're spinning your wheels and spending extra money on gardening and farming equipment and also hunting and camping and trapping equipment. Pick a side. It's going to save you a fortune. So as you go up, then you can determine other things like, you know, nutrition being your, your vitamins and minerals and medicine, you know. Mostly meat eaters, if they don't eat a lot of carbs, are are a lot healthier than carb eaters because most carb eaters today have diabetes because that's what carbs are, they're sugar. And, you know, people argue with me about it, and that's fine. You can argue all you want, but statistics are statistics. It's math. So that's, you know, why certain things are discussed more than other things, you know, and, and, and that's why these groups get these questions that don't make sense sometimes because the answers are out there. And so for someone like me to say, well, here's, uh, here's a, a blog post I wrote on my, uh, my 24-7 gym that my wife owns. There's a lot of uh, nutritional content there on why you know, you do or don't need vitamins, why you should or shouldn't be a weight control freak, how to control your weight, how to lose weight or gain weight or keep weight and maintain weight. I got articles that way about it. Well, the first thing the admin's going to do is just block that post completely and say, you're mining my uh, my people. Uh, looks like my phone's going to tell me to go fuck off. I made too many compromises already, too many retreats. Space and we fall back. I'm your Huckleberry. The line must be drawn here. This far, no farther. That's just my game.